0: Hello and welcome to the Gen X Dad and his Gen Z Teens podcast. This program takes a light-hearted look at generational differences about all sorts of topics. We explore everything from pop culture to history to relationships to politics, but only in a very shallow level. We don't aim to be controversial or to be the authoritative voice on any topic. We are not social scientists, or scientists of any sort for that matter. We're just here to rap about things that we think are important and that we will have fun talking about. Also, it is my opportunity to publicly and on the record prove that I am right and my teens are wrong in all cases, and that the 80s and the 90s were absolutely the best time to grow up. So, welcome to the podcast. Our topic for today is phones. These little devices that we carry around and call a phone, are they actually a phone? Here we go. So starting out one of the first things being a gen x guy there were no portable cell phones or anything like that in the 80s those started coming about in the 90s and what we did have were traditional rotary phones Uh, all right so what exactly is this device in our hand that we are so addicted to why do we refer to it as a phone I think with Gen X, your mom and I, other than us calling you, do you guys actually use it as a phone? Do you actually call your friends?
1: No, not really. Unless it's FaceTime. No,
2: the closest thing I normally do is FaceTime.
0: Okay. So again, very different than how we use traditional phones. Uh, First off, You guys have seen it in the museum, uh, what the rotary phone looked like. Um, Our houses, we usually just had one line. And usually that line, uh, you might have had two phones. I mean, in our case, my parents had uh, a phone in the living room and then a phone in their bedroom. uh, And we were not allowed to use the phone in the bedroom. So not only was it just one line on a phone, we actually had to do it in public in front of everybody so our calls tended to be a little shorter uh but we were doing face to face not face to face thinking about facetime we we're actually doing it uh with our voices so with that there was good with that um limited lines in the house uh you know you you got used to speaking to people because the other thing that was different you know everybody's got their own phone number and their phone and device you know we're calling our friends and we're actually talking to their parents in most case and then asking for our friends so you got used to talking to adults do you guys feel that you're comfortable talking to people on the phone I would say I mean yeah
1: It's just, I think a lot of people my age kind of just view it as unnecessary. Like, if we want to hang out with someone, it's a lot easier to just send them a text than having a whole phone call about it. So unless there's, like, a lot we want to talk about, it's just way easier just to text it. And if there is something we want to talk a lot about, we can just use FaceTime. And that's usually what we do. Okay, how often do you actually use FaceTime? not that often usually if i mean usually i usually i'll just text my friends about things or just wait till i see them to talk to them about it anything from you uh,
2: i don't i used to use facetime a lot but like i don't really anymore okay
0: you know now here's what's funny because I've been breathing oxygen on the planet longer than you guys, I actually remember uh, when texting started. So again, phones started first. You know, I remember when my dad got a first car phone. That's where most of uh, portable phones started, were in cars because they needed it and they were huge. And then eventually you've probably seen them in older movies or whatever from the 80s where it's a big brick next to your ear. And then eventually, um, the phones were pretty basic and even, uh, but you could call, and we started carrying those around in kind of the late '90s. Then, the you know, it's funny about the texting now. Uh, initially, uh, I was actually living in England at the time, and they started a lot of texting, and that's where people. Uh, that I was hanging out with, were always talking about texting. And I was dating your mom at the time. And what's funny was when I was telling her this, she's like, that's the most ridiculous thing. Why would I ever sit there and text somebody when I could just call them and talk to them? And it seems now we've flipped in really not a lot of time where people are hesitant to actually talk when it used to be when it first started, the opposite. And now, like I said, you guys reach for texting way before you will pick up the phone,
2: right? Well, that's mainly because it, if you call someone, they might not pick up. But if you text someone, now it's there. And next time they pick up their phone, they can see it. So if you need to tell someone something like, and you don't know if they're available, it's a lot easier to just text them instead of calling them.
1: And I think the other thing is with texting, it's like more private. So if you're in, you know, a public place or even just in, you know, you're not in your room and you're somewhere where other people could hear you, you know, you'd have to then move to a private spot if you want to have a phone call, whereas with a text, you can just send it and, you know, no one else around you kind of knows, which is nice, especially when you're in public.
0: Absolutely fair point. And again, I think we've all seen, especially like, oh my God, on planes or in whatever, restaurants or something where somebody is having a conversation on the phone and including everybody because they're talking so loud. I actually very much uh, appreciate that point. Um, What's funny though is I think there's a generational difference where you guys will just continue texting back and forth. Whereas I get, after one or two texts, like especially with you guys or with your mom or even with somebody else, I'm like, I'm just going to call them. I'm tired of pressing all the buttons and going through this. Um, what are you guys feeling that? I mean, you're still, if you're texting, it's just like continuous. Do you ever feel the need to pick up the phone and just go like, I'd rather have a conversation?
1: I would say, yeah, sometimes. I mean, if it's like a really long conversation, you know, it's either I'll be like, save it until I see them in person or I'll FaceTime them. But I think just a lot of us are so used to it and we've all gotten so fast at being able to text and especially with, you know, abbreviations and stuff where you can get a pretty good amount of information across, you know, with, you know, not that much effort.
0: Okay. I'll appreciate that. Uh, One thing also uh, I want your take on this you may have seen this in a text message that maybe went over, because again, sarcasm, um, comedy doesn't always go across and people can take it the wrong way. There is a benefit to using your phone as a phone because you can actually hear somebody's inflection. Um, Again, FaceTime or the phone uh, helps with that. Have you guys ever run across that? Because that's famous in the workplace for emails gone wrong, where people are like, oh, that was meant sarcastically and person didn't take it that way
1: yeah I think it can sometimes be an issue but I feel like as long as the person you're talking to knows you knows your personality and you know as long as you text right you know and they use you can kind of phrase your texts in ways to kind of show if you're joking or show that you're not that you're being serious and then the other way is you can just put you know like a JK or just kidding or a lmao or lol or anything just to kind of show that it's a joke and you're not really being serious going off that you could also just like ask like if someone sends you
2: like a message like and you're not sure if it's like sarcastic or not you could just ask them like are you joking or not or you could or if you are sending a message with that like a sarcastic attention like send like an emoji with it to show that you're just joking
0: Yeah, that's all fair, and I think you guys, your generation, is definitely better at that and asking that than I would say my generation. I think we're just not as we're just not on it as much, so we're not as good at it. And then certainly, you know, for guys who are my age, I'm come, you know, turn of the century, fifty. You know, there's certain assumptions that I'm making, and and I guess I've seen it also go poorly coming up watching all of this process. And so, uh, again, I would just rather talk to somebody if I'm going to have a long conversation with them. So again, there's a good difference there, the last thing though, I want to bring up and I'm interested in this and here's my, here's my point that, uh, I'm going to throw out there, which is, I think the fact that we didn't have these devices when I was growing up in the eighties, kind of mid to late eighties, early nineties, I think that made us better at just coordinating planning and being a little more adventuresome uh, partly because we grew up just wanted, you know riding our bikes showing up at people's houses or I've mentioned this to you guys before uh, you know a group of friends we would just basically leave school on a Friday and be like hey whose house are we meeting at and just show up there um, we didn't necessarily because, it was just harder to coordinate. We just assumed then we'd show up and come up with a plan from there. What I have seen, and you guys have heard me complain about this to you guys, is I think sometimes you're sitting around waiting instead of just, just go show up at your friend's houses, (laughs) you know? And I think it would be easier. I think we have this device and we've made it harder on ourselves.
1: Yeah, I think that's somewhat of a fair point. But I think... Also, that texting and having more options, you know, in social media through a phone actually does help make stuff easier because you can plan stuff out, see who's free, all just through your phone and all right away rather than having to, you know, call around or go around and see what's going on. Um, And, I think the other thing is a lot of it just depends on the personality of you and the personality of your friends. If you really want to do something and your friends really want to do something, then you can figure something out. It's not like the phone's really getting in the way of that. Um, And I think there's also a part of just living in a big city that kind of changes a lot of it, too, to where... It's not, because obviously you grew up in a small town, so it's, you know, it's a little different, you know, it's not as tight-knit of a community, you know, you don't, everybody doesn't know everybody, and people can live further away, and there's just also a lot of other stuff to do, so a lot of times people will be busy and have stuff going on, so I think that kind of affects it more than the phones, and I think the phones have actually made it easier to plan stuff not the other way around.
2: Yeah, you can't just tell everyone, hey, ride your bikes to this person's house. They live 12 miles away.
0: Yes, that's fair. But like, I, my point is, I just think the phones have made, us, made you guys lazier. It's funny. Yes, I did grow up in a small town. There was a little bit of a different dynamic there. However, uh, I just don't think we're using these things to fully engage socially in the same ways that we did. Uh, in the past, so any uh, any parting shots? Um, I don't know. I think just the last
1: point is I think a lot of people have kind of used the phone as an excuse as to why people my age don't do stuff, but I think there's also a lot of other influences um, in just kind of how spread out a lot of kind of cities are compared to how they might have been 20, 30 years ago. And I think also the kind of the way parents are have changed. You know, nowadays, a lot of parents, you know, will have their kid's location. Um, and I think have been a lot more strict because I think through media and stuff, there's... I guess a perception that the world's a lot more dangerous. So a lot of parents get worried and scared. So they kind of restrict their kids. And I think that might
0: have some influence on things. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Uh, That's all we have for today. Uh, I want to thank my two Gen Z teens for indulging me in this enterprise. Um, We've been a little cagey about uh, purposely not really using our names. We will use them over time. Uh, My name is John. Um, We're going to uh, have more content for you and more episodes in the future. In fact, I believe we have enough for a whole year. So get ready. Uh, Thank you all. Uh, And as they say in Louisiana, laissez le bon temps rouler. That is where I'm from. That is not where we currently live. So I'm going to drop little Easter eggs and crumbs and see if you guys can figure it out. If you like the show, uh, hit a like on it. Uh, Hopefully, we'll have it set up so you can do a subscription so you know when new content is coming out. And uh, leave any comments about what you thought about today. And, again, look forward to uh, episodes in the future. And we look forward to, again, talking about these generational differences that we have and me proving that I am always right.